Broadcasting live from the Stuart Title Studio on Broadway in Tucson, Arizona. Welcome to Business Radio X, highlighting business leaders, entrepreneurs, and a whole lot more. All right, once again, it's time for Tucson Moons Business. And does it ever, and we welcome you to Tucson Business Radio X right here from the Stuart Title Studio, which is uh, on, well, it's on downtown Broadway. It's on Broadway Boulevard here in Tucson. Uh, so don't get mixed up with the other one, okay? But uh, we have some interesting guests again today. We have, uh, as I said before, jokingly before the show, we have a little bit of a, a thorn between two roses. So I guess that means we have one guy and two ladies on today. And we have a young lady by the name of Salida. Good morning. Good morning. And uh, she's a native of Tucson, Arizona, and uh, a mother of three highly active sports-involved children. And she began her career with Cox back in 2000. Our second guest today is BJ, BJ Workman. He has his own company. He's uh, Workman Insurance Solutions. And it started back in uh, June of 2015. And uh, I believe he worked, uh, well, it was his father's agency for uh, uh, some 15 years he worked with his dad. So I guess he got a very good training in that one. And uh, he bought the majority of that business and uh, started up uh, on his own. And dad sort of went into semi-retirement. Good morning, BJ. Hi, thanks for having me. You're most welcome. Last but not least, ever heard of the BBB? One of the beautiful babes in Brisbane? No, 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 no. That's the, <laughs> that's the Better Business Bureau. And boy, are they active here in Tucson, and we have Suzanne Miller, who uh, is the Director of Communications and Consumer Affairs. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome. Thank you for having me. How are we the day after? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody suffering from yesterday? We're here. We're here. That's what counts, I guess. Well, Selena, 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 as um, you deal with businesses, the Cox is a big company, okay, and you're a very successful uh, executive from a point of view of sales executive. And you deal with business people all the time. What's, what are you feeling out there in the community? We've been down for a while since 2008. Everything seems to be coming back. Different guests we have on our business radio shows, they're very excited at the moment. Are you getting that pulse in the marketplace too? I am. I've, I'm getting that um, feel from several different business owners, um, small mom and pop shops to mm-hmm. businesses that are coming to Tucson, Caterpillars coming to Tucson. So yeah, that's yeah. pretty exciting for us. But we have a mom and pop shop um, been open since the early 1980s, and they are expanding. So we're pretty excited to be able to help them with that. Now, you deal not just with mom and pops, too, but you've got uh, large corporations we do. on your database as mm-hmm. well. Your role, can you explain a little bit about that, what you're yeah. into? So I'm a bit of a hybrid representative. So I am in sales to help customers with their telecom needs for internet, phone, um, even security um, to protect against malwares, but also um, to assist with customer loyalty, so our existing base, because not only is new acquisition great, but also we got to keep our existing base happy. So mm-hmm. that's where I come into play. Right. Well, I was going to say, do you, you know, it costs more to get a new client these days than what it has to look after. Yeah. The ones you've already got, right? I agree. Um, 
how often do you follow them up? How, how, how much do you service these clients? What's involved? So I like to reach out to my clients whenever I establish a new service. I like to follow up um, when whenever they need assistance from me. They are more than happy to email me, contact me by phone, but I personally follow up with them. Uh, I would say about six months prior to their contract ending, seeing if anything needs to be changed because over time, business grows, so which is always a great thing. And people don't realize that maybe the internet speed that they signed up with before, mm -hmm. three years ago, right. they've outgrown it, which is which is a good thing That's for them. That's probably a common one, isn't it? Yes, it That'd is. That would be the most okay. So you've been with them since 2000. Uh, your oldest son, he was only six months old at the time, right? Yes. So you were working mom. Mm -hmm. Big credit to you there. And now you've been 18 years yes. with Cox Business. This month on July 31st. Wow, congratulations. Thank you. Very good. Thank you. you um, you're not going to get a gold watch or anything, are you? And you uh, they no. do better than that, do they? <laughs> yeah, they do. They do. They do better than that. So That's good to hear. Yeah. yeah. I can't believe some companies are lucky to get a chook, you know, a, a chicken. That's all they give you. But Jay, you don't, you don't have to have any of that. You're, um, you're on your own, aren't you, mate? I am. You're on your own. What was it like working with Dad? How old did you start as a matter of interest? Uh, I started in, uh, well, gosh, I was 20. Because oh, you look so young, you know what Thank I mean. Thank you. you know, yeah. I mean, your dad was successful in this in Tucson for many years? Many years, yeah. He started in the insurance business in 1972, right. 1973, so he's been around for a few years. He's seen a lot uh, of changes in he, Tucson, he no certainly doubt. has, as have I. I. I mean, I started in the industry in, in 2000, in May of 2000, mm -hmm. for him. And, um, yeah, so it was, it was great working working with Dad. We got a lot, a lot of quality time together. Uh, you know, it can always be interesting working with parents in any aspect, but, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of good things came from it. Um, had a great mentor in, in the sense of not only my father, but someone who's been in the industry for, right. you know, 30-plus years at that, at that point. He certainly would be able to give you a lot of the finer pointers that you need to know. Mm -hmm. uh, do you feel that uh, as a Tucson native and a small business owner yourself that that you have a solid understanding of the needs of Tucson business owners? Uh, I do. Um, you know, Tucson's very much a relationship-based town. And and if you can have that relationship or a good relationship with somebody, uh, you're going to not only earn their business, but keep it and keep it for a long time. Uh, Tucsonans are very loyal to the people they work with. And, and really, it's finding a balance of what's going to help them the most and making sure you're doing the right thing for them not just for yourself. No, they don't forget easily. No. No. <laughs> it's a big little town, isn't it? It is. It's very big. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we've got something like 600,000 population, and then you add in all the uh, outer-lying areas, and we're lucky to top a million, yeah. but it's fast spread. There's no doubt about it, that. It is. It's the smallest town of a million people. Yeah, yeah. And and I think there's, uh, well, there's only X amount of small businesses, too. There's a lot of retail, but uh, on service industries, it's pretty small. It is. It is. And uh, you do that. So, okay, you took over with Dad, and now he, he has he retired fully or just no, not fully. He's uh, he's working, you know, three days a week, four days a week, a couple hours a day, playing golf the rest of the time. 
Okay. So uh, okay. he's uh, he's enjoying life. Life, yeah. He's yeah. just sort of there to keep a little eye on you, every shoulder, by the sounds of things. Yeah, not he? not too much though. We're not quite we, ready to let you go. No, we're we're, we're actually com completely separate businesses. So when I bought my business or bought his book of business from him, I started my own agency. Right. So we're completely oh, okay. Completely separate. So you're not looking after clients that he'd had for many years. I am. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which, but in working with him for 15 years, you know, I built my own relationship okay. with those clients as well. Well, as I was going to say, it would lead me to ask you, uh, well, I've been with your dad for so many years. Well, how do you cop it now? I mean, you know, you're yeah. expected to walk in these shoes, right? A little bit, yeah. And and uh, some of the some of those people, you know, who say we've worked together with your dad for a long time, now it's actually a similar situation for me where their kids are taking over their business or, <laughs> or have a more active role in their right. business. So it's, it's actually very relatable and uh, uh, really nice to be able to What do you think about that, Selena? Tell me, well, how would you, uh, if you had to take over a business or buy a business from a parent per se, uh, would you expect to be, you know, working with them or, you know? Well, it happens a lot, you know, where the parents bring up their kids into this environment and they teach them and I think it all really takes a special drive to want to take over your parents' um, legacy. Mm -hmm. you know, I, I've well, he sort of is in a way, isn't he? Yeah. You know, if you put some foot wrong, he's in deep trouble. Yeah. All righty. Yeah. Suzanne, you'd, uh, you wouldn't want that, would you? <laughs> oh, um, I think that it is, like um, Selena had mentioned, it's a legacy, so it's a lot of responsibility, but it's also mm -hmm. very exciting. So, um, and then if you have your own kids, you know, maybe you can bring them into the family as well on that business route. Yeah. You, on the other hand, you know every darn business in Tucson, don't you, just about? We try to. We absolutely um, want to know what's going on in the community and how we can help them. The Better Business Bureau has been around for many years. Yes. And 66 years here I was going to say, it's a wow. When? This October? Yeah, yeah. That's a, you're going to have a big anniversary celebration. I have a feeling that will be the case. Yes. You are the Consumer Services, um, I'm sorry, Director of Communication and Consumer Affairs, responsible for ethically, I like this word, ethically, effectively, and professionally promoting and maintaining a positive relationship between BBB and the public. How do you go about doing that? We really try to listen to um, what what's going on in the community. What's the pulse of the community? What are the needs that are out there with business? Um, you mentioned it earlier. Things change. Uh, technology changes. The way we do business changes. And we have to stay relevant with that. And we want to be able to support businesses as much as we can um, with the services that we have, both for consumers and for businesses. And really just be that unbiased source to to keep, you know, success and the economy moving forward. All right. So you're sort of the pulse of business out there. Uh, I've had people say to me, yeah, look, you know, the BBB, it's a, you get a sticker and, and, and this and that. There's a lot more involved you do for business. There's a lot more involved. You know, but we definitely, um, you know, encourage all of our accredited businesses to use their business seal because it is a sign of trust that uh, consumers can do business with them. We have vetted them, and um, we keep our pulse on that as well. You right. know, we make sure that they continue to do business. Let, let me just check you on that. What What is involved in vetting, as an example? Um, you know, when you become accredited, you have to be vetted in, before you can even move forward. So we really look at um, whether you have the proper 
proper licensing to do business, which is a huge deal. We are always on the news talking about um, licensed contractors who, um, you know, <laughs> leave people hanging. Yeah, you know, like some blow-ins we get. Yes, absolutely, right. especially during monsoon season, blow-in. Uh, mm -hmm. But that is um, that is a big deal because that's they had didn't have the license, and people don't check that. Right. So we really want to educate people on what to do to make sure that they are hiring the right vendors. So we're talking about reviews. licensed guys who are builders, licensed uh, chippies or, or business or license in general too, not just contractors. You know, if you're a, a business here, you know, you have to have proper licensing and, um, you know, handyman versus a contractor. That's, that's different, you know. Yes. So mm -hmm. we look at all of those elements and we also look at your ratings. We look at um, your record of customer service. It's all important to us and that's why it's important to always look at our business directory to look at reviews and the complaint process. If the people have filed complaints, are are the businesses, you know, mm -hmm. looking at that and, and really trying to create resolution because it's business, so mm -hmm. things happen. But well, it's about I, what I, you do with them. I gotta tell you, I mean, obviously I'm from Australia, but I've lived in America now a considerable amount of time, and I've gotta tell you, uh, we are a small continent, Australia, compared to America, with only 25 million. I think you were more in Texas than that. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I've got to tell you, I have never seen so many scams in all my life as what I have in America. Yeah, and we need you. Yeah. We need you. There's no doubt about it. I mean, poor people at home all the time. So they can go with you. you I mean, your job is to protect the community. Yeah. My One of my big Isn't roles it? is consumer education. So we have a whole business side and the consumer side. And okay. My job is to, to educate about both, but I do a lot of scam education. I, we are on the, the news quite a bit. We're also on the radio quite a bit. And mm -hmm. we're, you know, we're just trying to get out to Southern Arizona the, you know, red flags, the talking tips that help keep them safe. Well, you have an online business directory. Now, the consumers yes. can go to this uh, straight off the bat if they're a little bit, uh, you know, uh, computer-oriented. Right. And for those, though, that you don't think it was invented by the devil and won't go near one. <laughs> what else can they do to, to find out? Well, we, you know, obviously we handle complaints. Um, we, we actually have hard copy forms that they can come into our office okay. and, and complete. So we are there um, in our office. We're downtown um, right across from the library and we love being there. And we um, since we moved from Broadway, just where we're just down the street from you now, mm -hmm. um, we have tripled the walk-ins. Um, so so location, very location, exciting. Yeah, right. absolutely. But it just makes us, you know, relevant. We really want to be there for consumers. So on that piece, um, we do see a lot more walk-ins. But online, it's bbb.org. They can file complaints. We really put a lot of scam education on our Facebook page mm -hmm. at s o a z b b b, and that I really recommend everybody um, follow us on that because we post stuff probably five times a full day. Full time. It's a full time gig. Well, it of really course. Is. The show goes national and global footprint, but more national. The reality being that if anybody's moving here to Tucson and they're thinking of starting a business, mm -hmm. and uh, this is the first place they should really go to introduce themselves to you. Absolutely. You know, you make people welcome, right? Oh, that's what we, we strive for. We really do um, want to be there for businesses. And we have free um, BBB networking mixers. Um, but the UN Selena were there at our last one at Reforma, and that was really fun. And that's
that's free. I mean, there's no cost for that, and you can network. And we had over 110 people um, at that one, and great appetizers. So it is a good way to meet other businesses. Yeah. Interesting, back in 2017, uh, I think uh, the numbers were something like 160 million times people actually went to the BBB for business profiles. Right. Well, like you mentioned, you know, this is this could be this is a national program. Well, this is our organization is national, so we have over 103 BBBs across the United States. We're also in Canada and Mexico. So, so while we're on that, do you get bulletins if there's some sharks out there, some Absolutely. bad people, so they can't run away from one state <laughs> no, and lob in? You get a like a like a, like a cop shop, right? Absolutely. Like, we do a lot of press releases that are warning um, of businesses that are doing things unethically and warnings. And again, the Facebook page has a lot of that as well. But we are always sending out press releases to the media trying to, you know, warn of scammers that we just had um, Pet Lovers Exclusive that um, we they started a Facebook page, but we are looking into it. And there's now over 350 complaints of people who didn't get beds. And this is including, you know, charities that purchase mm. these beds for, you know, <laughs> for yeah. the use of, you know, pets who don't have a home. And they're, you know, it just breaks my heart. And oh, so we really terribly. get involved in charities. And we have a charity review program, too. We have so many services. Yeah, do you ever? We'll come back on some of that yeah. a little bit later. I think there's 11,000 charities that BBB's involved in across America. Are you a good boy in your business, PJ? I am. <laughs> I am. Yeah. Are you? <laughs> Swear to God. Yes. <laughs> your business now, let's, let's, let's delve into this a little. What can you do for me if I'm in business? What does BJ do for me? Sure. So I generally am working with uh, either HR directors or the um, uh, owner of the company themselves to put together, uh, you know, a, an employee benefit package to uh, really help the employer maintain their business, grow their business, keep employees, uh, higher quality new employees. Uh, so we do that using... You know, products that are, uh, you know, typical your typical employee benefit package, health insurance, dental, and vision insurance. Well, they're important, aren't they? Absolutely. I, 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 and it's getting that way now, then unless you, if you want a darn good employee, you better have the right package. A absolutely. Absolutely. So that's, that's where, you know, you can hire better employees. You can maintain better employees, you know, for longer until, mm -hmm. uh, you know, obviously em employees leave. You know, there's very few 30 year employees anymore. Yeah, not, 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 not this time. Right. <laughs> right. right. You know? So, um, so I work with the employer HR director to put that type of package together. That's going to going to benefit the employer mm -hmm. from that aspect. And I really try to keep the employees in mind on when we're offering a package to something that's going to benefit them and their family, because it's not, it's not just about the employer offering the package. Right. Right. It's about offering something that people can actually use because we need to use it. Is it competitive in your in your field? It is. Uh, in the and this is where the relationship that I talked about comes in. Yeah. Really. Okay. Because in the smaller group, so let's say you have a, a, a five employees, it doesn't matter which carrier you go with, the cost is going to be essentially the same for each employee because the the way the rates are done are all based on on age now. Right. So that's where you know that relationship comes back and and how you deal with that person or those you know whatever issues may arise. Well, these are human. We're talking now with uh, HR managers. Yep. Directors. 
Okay, yep. so they're the people you're dealing with. These, these are your clients, right? Yeah. Now, if they don't like you, what do you do? <laughs> How do you get around that? Um, you know, I... There goes a whole company out the door, right? Sure. They've got too much power, these HRs, don't you think? They can, yeah, sometimes. I mean, but, they can't, poor devils I know can't even get past them to get for a job, you right, know what I mean? Right, um, If yeah, they could only talk to the person that they need to work with. they need to work with. You right? know what I mean? Right. What a difference that would be. But you were saying. Yeah. So, you know, if, if someone doesn't like me, then they don't like me, and that's... Now, that's give me okay. an example. I think I'm pretty likable. There you go. <laughs> I want to know this. If I'm a business and Billy Joe comes in before you, is he... Is his this is his plan cheaper? It depends. I understand what they're going to give, but are, are you similar in plans? Yes. Uh, are they all employee oriented? No. Okay. So give me an example. I, I would say all of the insurance plans are uh, plans that this may sound bad benefit the insurance company more so than the plans they're offering, right? Because unfortunately, you know, there's big money in insurance and, and health insurance, especially where we're talking about cost of prescriptions and all of these things. Mm, tell that, me about it. That, um, you know, it, it benefits the insurance company, right? Rates are always going up, benefits are always going down. So who's really benefiting from that? No, not the consumer. Mm -hmm. So, um, yes, the, the plans are competitive in the sense that we all, we, and I, I say the broker community, uh, have the same plans available to us. And again, that's where I come back to the relationship that it's, it's just how you work with. But at the same people. token, don't you search and try and find from the different carriers, you know, the, the best particular deals you can package yourself, or do they come from a carrier as a package? Um, we can do it both ways. Um, so when I'm working with an employer, I like to, you know, uh, the question I ask is what's more important to you, the, the cost mm -hmm. of the insurance or the benefits for the employees? Majority of the time is the cost of the insurance. It's, as a consumer myself, that's my concern All right. know, for my employee. Um, but it, it does, I try to find that balance for the employer of that cost versus benefit. Right, because that's what's important, mm -hmm. I think, and and I want to have something where everyone wins. Well, that's a nice thing, isn't it? I mean, a win-win. Right. What, what a concept. Right. You know, let's ask the ladies. You got good deals when we're talking about this. Do you think with the companies you work with? Well, I've been with Cox for 18 years, mm -hmm. and um, I can honestly say that they have really taken care of me and my children um, mm -hmm. in terms of insurance, um, life insurance, dental, um, vision. So I think having a good insurance package. Vision, that's a good one. That's a tough one. Not everybody gets vision, do they? No. Mm -mm. And I think um, them having such a good package has helped entice me to stay there. And, and on top of that, having a good work-life balance that they promote. So mm -hmm. that's also really so good. So it sounds like Cox do a good deal mm -hmm. in that mm -hmm. particular. What about the BBB? We have a great program, and um, that's all thanks to um, our CEO, Pam Krim, and Finance Director Irene Manzanino, because they really have done their research, and they've worked with you know great advisors to create the packages that matter to our, you know, our employees mm -hmm. and, and like you said it costs a lot more money to hire employees and replace them than to keep them well so to get, the, to get the good ones yeah, yeah to get absolutely. the right ones we'll do for that you must find yourself then bj in many different
different industries? I do. I work with, uh, so I have about 100 uh, clients, group clients that I work with. Um, I, I have people who are, you know, that, that mom and pop shop that, that we talked about, um, you know, a coffee shop with two employees. Uh, I have, uh, you know, some private, uh, some private clubs, essentially, that, you know, they have 10 to 15 employees, and then I have some, um, you know, some clients who have upwards of 40 to 50 employees. Right. So, um, yeah, I mean, it varies. There's a lot of interesting business in Tucson. Mm-hmm. Tell me, tell me, and uh, can you give me an example of, let's say, two employees, three to 50, what the difference would be in the package? Or are they the same? <laughs> It's, um, they're not quite the same. I would say that they're similar. Well, right? let's face it, the guy with only two maybe can't afford, right? Right. The one with 50 right. is obviously a bigger company. Absolutely. So, so you know, we're talking maybe, so I'll use myself as an example. I have three people on my, on my insurance plan. I pay $1,000 a month for the three of us as an employer. I feel I have a pretty good plan. Uh, some of those larger companies that have 40 or 50 employees, you know, they're paying 15, 20 times more wow. than I am, you know, based upon those, those packages. Mm-hmm. Um, so f- for me, it's it can be difficult to say why you should pay, you know, 10 or $15,000 a month right. in employee benefits, you know, on top of salary, payroll, you know, everything else. Yeah, well, so, the, you know, this, this is the big discussion, isn't it, for a lot of businesses, it, they can't afford to stay in business. Absolutely. You know, it absolutely. makes it tougher. It, it, you know, next, next to payroll, mm-hmm. the next biggest overhead expense is insurance. And, and just, and not only health insurance, but when we start talking about, you know, business policies, general liability, I mean, insurance right. in any business is a huge overhead expense. Is your business different to other forms of insurance where there's often a lot of uh, bad PR in relation to companies not wanting to pay out? Your, you mean your deal is they've got to pay, right? They don't necessarily have to. There are times where we have to work with the employees of these businesses to, to get their claims paid. Um, and sometimes it, it's as simple as a uh, doctor's office not putting the right code on a procedure and it, and it goes from either maybe being a free service to a hundred dollar service or not being covered at all and now the employee is getting a bill for a hundred thousand dollars from a hospital <laughs> you know so um the, the health carriers do a very good job of paying claims contractually right. uh, but you know occasionally it happens okay i think as an employer you could take benefit from the fact that it, as an employee who has had my kids with me the entire time I worked at Cox Communications, but for me to say that my kids have never been on government insurance, that's honestly like something super proud for me to, mm-hmm. to say. And I feel like that flows into my work day. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to work harder. I want to maintain this lifestyle of telling my kids, you work hard. You mm-hmm. work for what you want and you pay when you have kids, you pay for that health insurance for them. I, I think that just would carry over as and an employer should Interesting. should want to do that. Interesting point of view on that. Now, obviously Cox have looked after you, there's no doubt about it, um, and you've talked about the health side of things as well, but what else differentiates them, do you think, from other companies? So on the on a 
personal side of it, um, I honestly feel like I am valued by my employer. Um, so that definitely differentiates that on a, on a personal side of it. On um, professional side of it, I know that many um, many people have the misconception that Cox is a nationwide company. And right. So when you have that misconception, people think, oh, you know, I'm just one small blip on the map, and who's going to know my, um, my little bread factory, you know, <laughs> compared to, like, the, the Huge corporations are out there that are out there, but um, in a, we are a nationwide company. But at the same time, we are very local. We are local within our community. We love helping. You're very um, much into fundraising. I do know that. We are. Yeah, we are very much so into fundraising. We have a, a Cox charity that we can donate into um, for volunteer work as well as for cash mm -hmm. um, that the employees can put into, and all of those funds are distributed throughout our local communities for shelters and local sports and things like that. Back in, which is marvelous. So how do you think, uh, how have they evolved from just uh, a cable TV company? What's your well, aspect of it as a, as a busy employee? Well, when I first started with Cox, we were just a TV company. We only sold maybe 75 channels and one HBO. And um, and now it's evolved into, you know, for TVs, you can have up to two 220 channels. There's 10 different HBOs that you can choose from. But I mean, we didn't. We're not just a TV company, right. you know. And we never really were just a TV company. 108 years ago, we started off as a, a newspaper, and then it became into radio. And so they started with. I didn't realize that they started with paper. With yeah, print. Mm -hmm. we are a newspaper company, and then um, it evolved into radio. And we on the East Coast, we have um, news local. The local news okay. on television. Okay. Um, we're also involved, evolving into other things like Tripolo, so, um, which is a medical device that helps people monitor their heart rate. So um, we just have so many different um, subcategories of what Cox Communications is. Interesting, because I think to survive these days, you have to diverse, don't you, as a company? Absolutely. And if you're big enough, you've got the bickies to be able to set things up and do it. You've got the seed money versus someone trying to start out as a startup and so on. And uh, because let's face it, um, you know, uh, Cox must be facing challenges at the moment in reference to all the stuff that you see that is marketing out there in yeah. reference to choices for yeah. the public, right? Um, do, the, do you sit down and have chats about this? Do you sit down with management and, and talk about direction of the company in the next six months? What are we unfolding? What are we unleashing? Um, I mean, what do you do along those lines? Well, I mean, Cox is always evolving, and we try to um, put our brand out there as a trusted carrier. Um, and so, and one of those things is people, you know, they call and they say, I need internet service, but they don't realize that internet can come with so many vulnerabilities. It truly can put you at risk. So earlier, Absolutely. you had mm -hmm. talked about scam, you know, and the cybersecurity. Yeah, scam can be right. on the telephone, but it also can creep its way in through your internet connection. And so many people don't don't realize that there's malware, Trojans, and um, so that's an, a, a product that Cox has um, launched where we do managed security. We we can help you protect your business from outside intrusions before they even start to happen. So you don't have to 
spend extra time or extra money investing in fixing a problem that could have been fixed hmm. um, from the very start um, by protecting yourself immediately. And so that money that you would spend into fixing something that a Trojan has right. gotten into, it can be spent elsewhere to make more money. Right, right. And uh, so is there a new product you can tell us about that's, that's um, under wraps that, you know, for Cox Business Internet that uh, can benefit business today? Yeah. Is there something new coming out? Absolutely. We have, it, it's already out. It's managed security, um, helped provided by Cisco. So it offers um, updates to the software of um, malware and firewalls. Um, business owners can um, go into a website and block certain URLs. So, um, for instance, at Cox, I can't go into the lottery uh, website because, you know, they want you working. Um, so I can't go into that website or I can't go into um, adult entertainment websites. So you can, or even Facebook, you can protect yourself from your employees from going into those websites that could potentially have those types of risks. Well, here's an interesting mix, though, Suzanne. What I'm picking up here is that Cox really care about their employees and look after you in more ways than one. Mm -hmm. But at the same token, we want you to work when we're paying you to work. Exactly. We don't want you going on social media and God knows what else, right? This is a product that is, what, being picked up by businesses? Are they really welcoming this one? They are, yeah. Uh, well, so there's been a lot of employees uh, mm -hmm. missing around with too much time, right? There has been. For different yeah. businesses, different industries, mm -hmm. right? To online, uh, all their hobbies or this or that, or on Facebook online. I mean, that's a yeah. killer, this Facebook, I tell you what. I mean, it's amazing, but... Uh, you can get hooked. You can have yeah. <laughs> And it's attractive. What you get on is hard to get off. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, as, you know, what you said earlier about loyalty. You know, Tucson is very loyalty-based. So if you have a secretary that you've had for 10, 15 years, and right. you love her kids, and you love, you know, but then you realize after a while, maybe things aren't uh, progressing as they should in the office space. And sometimes it could be because you're on sites that you don't need to be. Yeah. Well, you know, we're in another world now, security. I mean, uh, I was in the era where, you know, no computers at school. Uh, you know, it, it gives my age away, but I mean, it's it's just another world now, isn't it? I mean, no, even kids at school have got computers now, right, working on their projects, and you've got to have security. What about you, BJ? Are you much on that, or are you out and about, or are you on the phones mostly, I guess? I, uh, the good old phone, remember yeah, that? The phone, <laughs> the phone is, is definitely not my as much of a friend as it should be. I, uh, I try to do more, you know, online, uh, whether it's through email. I do use Facebook for my business, uh, you know, Facebook messenger for business um, but you know being out being out of the office and, and seeing my current clients uh, mm -hmm. is really where I try to spend my time in person yeah nothing yeah. will replace that I don't think nope. in any business or any form eyeball to eyeball yep. pressing flesh as they say A absolutely and and again to me to me it, it all comes down to that relationship and and if you can't maintain that relationship then you're not gonna you're not gonna do well in business in Tucson you're in a business, Suzanne, that very much relies on all of that, isn't it? Yeah, it's very important to um, have visibility in the community and, and build one-on-ones. But we also do a lot of 
you know, outreach um, through the social media platforms. Um, we actually work with Cox on some great campaigns that are um, educational-based. Um, we have Millennial Max, who's really uh, pushing the fact that millennials are, you know, apt more up to scams than our senior citizens, which is crazy. That's like a, a aha moment for a lot of people because they're so, you know, used to technology and comfortable with it. And so that is, we're always just trying to be out there um, doing as much as we can, but we're a nonprofit and we're a small staff, and so we can only do so much. So we really do rely on, you know, having ambassadors and, and just, you know, with every business, it's really word of mouth. And with our, you know, accredited businesses, we really rely on them sharing um, the love um, of right. BBB and right. what we do because that's, that's the best way um, to grow our business and theirs. Well, that's the other side of it. You are a not-for-profit. Yes, most right. people don't know that. No, most right. people don't know that. And they, and they, when I think of the work that you do, particularly here in Tucson, your branch, I mean, how many staff do you have? Um, we have 15. 15. Now, that seems like a lot, doesn't it? <laughs> it seems like a lot, right. But, but when you sit down and look at the things we've talked about today that, that you do, mm -hmm. uh, all the stuff you have to keep up to date on, you, two or three couldn't do it. No. No, absolutely not. Our operations team, we call them the unicorns. Um, they just make magic happen. They really do. Unicorns. Um, yeah, they, they're led by um, our Denise Alvarez, our director, and um, they just do so much um, in in helping us move forward um, with helping consumer um, complaints, but mm -hmm. investigations. We do investigations on companies that aren't doing things right and charities that aren't doing things right. We have an auto line program um, that is really you know, you think you bought a lemon? Well, let us help you with that. We have resolute, you know, resolution services like, um, you know, you, we can't. There's just nothing that's going to happen. So we bring everybody together and, and we try to do some. The, the, the auto line program too. Yeah, that, that thing. I mean, that's uh, that's where you is that where you assist with uh, auto warranty concerns. Right. Right. I've thought about that. Yeah, and you know, most people don't know about that, but that's something that we really do a lot about. And um, how does that work? Can you just touch on that? How does that work? So you would just, you know, file a complaint online about the auto line warranty, and then our team reaches out to you to get the details, and we need paperwork. So it's, it's the same with the complaints. You, okay. know, you have okay. to provide paperwork, and we really just reach out between the consumer and the business and try to get resolution and try to figure out how can we make this better. You know, we Most businesses have the intentions of wanting to make it right with their customers, and some the communication is just not happening, and so we're there to try to help make that, um, you know, a reality where we can make everybody happy. And, and that's a free service. So that's, that's the one thing that, you know, we really um, try to do. We probably do more of those than, than anything else. Um, but that is, you know, the complaints. But you got to look at the reviews. you got to look at the ratings. That's, that's right. all part of what our operations team does. Right. So and keeping and that up to date. Yeah. And that would be changing a bit. Uh, why should a business, other than, you know, it's a pretty dumb question in some ways, but why should a business become accredited with the BBB? 
That's a great in, question. In your eyes. Well, look at all the beautiful things you give them and do for them. Well, you do that for the consumer, but the business also gets a lot, right? Absolutely. And, and the biggest thing um, I mentioned earlier is noting that we're really relevant. And a lot of people just picture us as an as a office of a bunch of old men just sitting around talking. And we're really working to, to make people realize that that's not what we do. We're very relevant. We're really trying to stay, um, you know, above grade on, you know, people can look to us for answers. But ABs really get, um, when I say ABs, it's credit businesses. And we, we give them important marketing and visibility. So the online directory profiles, everybody can have a directory profile. But if you're in a credit business, you have an enhanced profile. So you can add videos and photos and more contact information, links to all of your social media. We have, right. you know, and we're always doing, um, you know, quarterly newsletters that kind of boost the offers of some companies to other companies. Like, you know, we really just encourage people to work with each other and provide right. discounts. And so we're really growing that program. Mm -hmm. But that's mm -hmm. one of the things. But um, Well, I suppose another good thing that would come out of that, Susan, when you think about it, if they're going to be naughty boys or they're a bad company, right, they're going to get dobbed in, aren't they? We definitely go after Other that. Other companies will just let you know quietly because it's no good for anybody in business. No, and we we want to make sure that people do are on the up and up, and if they're not, mm -hmm. that's something that we take seriously. Um, the other thing is that they can do e-quotes. So we have um, an e-quote process for accredited businesses where people can go on and just request a quote online and you get it automatically to your phone as a business. And during monsoon season, that's a really big one. Um, and then uh, the accreditation seal, I know um, we just got a request this morning for some vehicle decals. But you can put them on your vehicles, um, but you can put them on the windows of your businesses. And just put them on, we have dynamic seals that you can put on your auto signature. So when consumers see that seal, they know that it's a seal that says, this is a company that, that consumers can trust, and, and they're backed up by the BBB, so mm -hmm. we hold them accountable. All right, so. so what I want to say is this, it is not, not just a matter of a business buying a sticker, no, getting the support, the There's credibility, the and mm -hmm. therefore right, because a lot of people think that, and it's so wrong. The work right. you do is amazing. Let's just touch on some numbers alone that you do out here with your website alone on the business directory. 43,000 site visits. Right. 103,000 page views. Now, these are big numbers in the world of business. this is just for May. This is right. Just, oh, this is just May? Mm -hmm. Okay. 64,000 directory views, 12,400 directory searches, and spend an average time on the site the person spends on every time. Six minutes. Right. That's a long time. And most people's attention spans two minutes. So that yeah. says a lot. That means that we have a lot of information. My dog's about three seconds. <laughs> 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 no, but seriously, six minutes is a long time. So what are consumers looking for? What, what does all this mean, these numbers? Well, we have a lot of information on there. So in addition to the directory profiles that have the reviews and the complaints and um, all of you know the ratings, that's, that's really important. But the mere fact that they can go on there, they can look at our press releases, they can look at all these scam articles that we have going on. I mean, we're posting that stuff all the time. And it's a national organization. So we have a lot of great national press that's going on. We have a lot of um, 
we we just came out with um, a research study that you know was about sweepstakes and lottery scams, and it went as far as to say that Jamaican's crime rate has gone up three times the amount of Chicago's crime rate just because of lottery scams. Like these wow. are the kind of details that it comes out with that is like aha moments that it says this is still relevant, mm. you know, and people are losing billions of dollars to lottery scams, and you just think oh that's something of the past, but it's not. It's absolutely not. So all of that information is on the site and people are reading it. Speaking of uh, industries, scams, not saying that yours is, BJ, but uh, look, if you had a choice, if there's one thing you could change in your industry, what would it be? Sure. The um, as, as a consumer, I would change the uh, all the confusion somehow uh, that that comes with it. You know, when you when you go to the doctor, you have an idea of what you're going to pay, but then you get a bill, and then you get this thing that says this is not a bill, but then you don't know if you actually still owe on it. Right. You know, there's right. there's just so much confusion, and and I would love to come up with a way how to simplify it. You know, which is what I try to do in my business when I'm talking to the consumer mm -hmm. is is how to simplify it. Uh, it's really difficult. So, so in other words, your clients must be telling you they get a little jack of it. It's too hard. Yeah. It's, it's just, you know, they want it easier. Absolutely. I mean, I, I understand the stuff. You know, I deal with it every day. But right. when I get the thing in the mail that says this is not a bill, I'm like, oh, is this like, and how do I know it's right? Right. You, you know, because it's just, it's what the doctors report. And the, the confusion... Uh, um, is really, as the consumer, is what I would try to change. Selena, uh, is anything in your industry that, that is a little similar to that? Uh, you're dealing with people who have to make decisions. When you talk to them about uh, the technical side of things, I mean, you must be pretty sharp to do all that, because I'm a dummy when it comes to technical. <laughs> At the end of the day, does it, their eyes roll up? You know, <laughs> Does it just go over their head? Or? I think in my, um, in my position, I have to be very careful that I don't use cable lingo. And I have to make sure that, you know, because many people wouldn't know, you know, the type of cabling that we have that's out there. So I have to make sure that I I speak where I am, um, what's the word? Relatable. Okay. Yeah, and that's a good I word, have relatable. To be relatable. Okay. Um, so we can't talk cable lingo. No, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I even go home and sometimes and I tell my kids, disconnect the TV. We're going to bed. You know, <laughs> so I, I do that a lot. Um, but yeah, you just have to be relatable to, and, and as you were saying, you know, as a, as a consumer, when I pay my medical bill, you know, I go to the, pay my copay, but then I'll get a bill later saying, oh, well, this is the other portion that you have to pay. Well, right. so yeah, right. I agree with that. Yeah, and I can say for, for Cox, I have Cox business at, at my office, and talking about that relatability factor, I just switched from, from coax to fiber. Oh. And, um, you know, when I was dealing with my salesperson, she's like, oh, we got to do this, this, and this. I'm like, cool. Like, <laughs> You're the <laughs> just, expert. Right, just tell me what I yeah. need and send me the bill. Like, you know, and, and it's been great. It, it really has. So, Good, I'm glad to uh, hear that. Being, uh, I'm in a, big, in a big complex, and the, uh, I guess the, the node was getting overloaded. Yes, that uh, happens. Yeah, and so mm -hmm. I kept getting kicked off, and and I went to, Ooh, to the how fiber. Frustrating. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so I went to the fiber, and, and the fiber has been amazing. Dependable. Yeah. Reliable. Yes. Well, um, uh, BJ, are you a member of the BBB? 
I am not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. A lovely representative here to help you. I was going to talk to you about insurance, but, but not now. No, I'm sorry. I can't do all of that. Um, interesting jobs. Interesting. Let's talk about, um, because we don't have a lot of time left, but let's talk about Suzanne. Is it, Suzanne is okay, right? That is correct. Okay. Uh, if you could change in your industry, if you've had some ideas, what would you do to help government improve business? Oh, my goodness. You know, we, we do a lot of work with the FTC, and um, I, my previous world, I was a, the director of the Women's Business Center, which was an SBA grant program. Okay. And so there's some background um, in government where I can definitely see, you know, they're trying, and I would, I would love to just see more ways of, of these agencies working together for small business. I think they try, but again, it's all about communications and, and being able to share the funding. Um, to get right. get things done, but I I think you know small business they just they just come across so many challenges to be successful, and you see so many, you know we just had that policy about the the minimum wage, and people just don't fully understand the decisions they're making when they're voting, and I think some of that education would be really um, helpful because I think we could have avoided a lot of businesses mm-hmm. that went out. But I mean I, I was one of them. I, I didn't fully understand what it meant by that. You think, oh, you know, employees need to be paid more. Absolutely. But how does that hit the dot, you know, the bottom line bottom for line, yeah. businesses? And I think that kind of education from a, a higher federal level would be really helpful than, you know, like BBBs where across the nation we can help funnel that information right, down. Right, um, and, and people can trust that information that it's, you know, we, we vetted it as well. And, mm-hmm. and we know that we um, uh, work with partners that can be trusted, the FTC has been just really incredible to work with and I would like to see more of those kinds of collaborations happen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's good. That, that's really good. And uh, it's going to help everybody because, you know, businesses, uh, look, they're the lifeblood right. of the nation. There are more people employed, I believe, with small businesses Absolutely. than uh, any of the big boys. And it, it takes a lot of guts to get out there and start your business and be an entrepreneur and do what you've got to do. You know, absolutely, and uh, they need every bit of help that they can get. You know, that's why we do, and part of our mission statement at Business Radio X is the fact that we care about small business. We care about the 500,000 small businesses, and not just the top 500. But we try to stay away from politics, and we stay away from religion, and we stay away also from sport per se, um, to where we uh, where we can have unscripted chat like we're doing today in reference to. Uh, the small business world because we found that um, in, you know, when, the, when the founders of this company started so many years ago in Atlanta a lot of the media tends to lean left and a lot of it leans right uh, we tend to lean business right. and that's what we try right. to do in closing if you were to give me just in say you know a minute if you want but 30 seconds worth whatever how what sort of rap would you give your company let's Selena let's put you on the spot and start with you. What kind of do a free ad for Cox Business here in Tucson. There you go. Well, um, 
my longevity with Cox Business um, also equates to loyalty. So loyalty to work ethically and honestly, not only for Cox Business, but also for myself as a productive citizen of the United States. Um, and as a world citizen, um, I like it that people can trust me, um, that know that I'm an honest worker, and um, that it's not all about the bottom dollar. It's, it's also about how you treat people. So if um, you need any assistance with you know, existing base customers of Cox or new acquisition um, people needing new service, um, please know that you can trust me. There you go. Now, you came from where originally? Um, Were you born here in America? I was. I was born in California. Born in California, okay. I moved to Tucson when I was two years old. My whole family um, is from here. They all went to Sunnyside High School. Uh -huh. um, so you have this European look about you. Also, the oh. sure. yeah, yeah. Well, my mom's German-Irish, so... There we go. I knew there was something my there. My dad's Mexican-Spanish, so... <laughs> what a mixture. I am a melting pot. Yeah. Aren't you? But a lovely a beautiful. One. i got to tell you, you, beautiful melting pot. I'm very lucky today to have beautiful women in the studio with me. Thank you. And now, yeah, yeah right. Now, Mr. BJ, okay, here's a wrap for BJ Workman, ladies and gentlemen. Workman, uh, you know, insurance solutions, maybe. Maybe. So, uh, you know, uh, my role in the insurance space is to educate people and, and educate them about the benefits of their plan, uh, how to use it, and how to use it responsibly, um, and, and help the employer understand why they need to be offering uh, employee benefits uh, packages. And I do it uh, honestly, fairly, and, um, you know, I, I tend to be a pretty straight shooter, and, and I, I let them know what they need and I work for them and I don't work for me well that's nice to hear yes I believe you actually you know that thank you yes I think you, you should genuine I really do but I'd be a lot happier if you joined the BBB I really would I think he would pass the betting <laughs> he's such an honest guy that it'd, be, it'd give him a helping hand it, it might well. hurt me being so honest there we go no no That's I fantastic. don't believe that well you'll be able to see what these people are like of course up on our site we'll have the social media component uh, of the shows as we get moving and get along we only just open on Monday so uh, we've got a bit of catching up to do congratulations by the way thank yes. you that's great that's great. Welcome. And uh, we're very excited about it, and we're in Phoenix as well with Karen Nowicki up there. He's very busy. Uh, in Atlanta, of course, we're in Pensacola, and uh, we're growing in other places across America in the network. And uh, it's very, very interesting, uh, our topics from people that are coming on board and the support we're getting from businesses, and more importantly, the results that they're getting to, which is great, you know. All right, Suzanne, you can uh, top it off with the BBB. All right. Give us a spot. Well, and I think it's just really important um, um, that since this is about business, that we, people understand that accredited businesses really have to meet our accreditation standards, and it includes a commitment to making a good faith effort to resolve any consumer complaints. We mentioned that earlier. And uh, the eight principles summarize important elements of creating and maintaining trust in business. And I think, you know, once you do that, um, that's just, that's that relationship building that is critical to success in business. And I know there's a lot of a lot of logistics in running your own business. I also ran my own business, and and you can get overwhelmed and you can get sidetracked. But um, being accredited 
you know, just kind of helps where we've got your back and that people can look at. Um, some some small businesses don't even have websites. Well, so it's like having somebody else, isn't it, in the corner for you? Absolutely. In a big way, mm -hmm. you know, and letting you have peace with that. That's fantastic. Suzanne Miller is the Director of Communication and Consumer Affairs for the Better Business Bureau here in Tucson, sunny Arizona. And uh, she was our guest today on Tucson Means Business with Mark Bishop. BJ Workman of Workman Insurance Solutions. Should you ever be coming to uh, Tucson for a visit? These people take you out, particularly BJ. He'll buy you beer, whatever. He's a nice guy. And uh, last but not least, we had a lady by the name of Selena Tadeo. Yes. And uh, she was a wonderful person, and her job is business with Cox Business, and she handles business for businesses in a big way and uh, has been with Cox for some 18 years. Yes. And uh, very happy to be with them as well. That's great. Three great guests, three great stories. And let's hope you get something from that. Should you be in a position in life where you're thinking of moving, maybe you're thinking of just uh, starting again, who knows, whatever it may be. But uh, we hope you enjoy the show and that you've got something out of it for you. Okay? This is Business, Business, Business with Business Radio X, Tucson, and Mark Bishop. Thank you for listening.